All right, let's do this. All right, awesome. Welcome to Get Trekked, an analytical, hypothetical, theoretical podcast where we discuss everyone's favorite movie franchise, one scene at a time. I'm Nikki, and people say that I have resting Trek face. And I'm Brayden, and the world once told me that it was going to roll me. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, so welcome everybody to our very first episode of yeah. the podcast, episode Get Shred. Let's do it. Um, as as my lovely, lovely host, uh, host <laughs> Nicole said, uh, we're going to be analyzing Shrek. We're going to be talking through some fun trivia, maybe play a game or two. I don't know. It's just going to be fun, though. It is. It's going to be super fun. And today we're starting with the opening scene numero uno so iconic super iconic right it's so iconic what did i i think honestly one of the most iconic things to me was when watching it it's even before even before the movie starts the dreamworks logo comes up and then at the very bottom i think it's like skg at the very bottom Mm -hmm. they turn the s into the shrek logo and it's just like I don't know that little that little detail to me was just like that's nice. I was like so that was clever. really nice to have. Yeah, that that was that was really clever, and I really love like the song that they play at the beginning there. The, mm-hmm. You know, you know the one. It's iconic. Like as soon as you hear it, you're like ah, Shrek. Yes. No. Absolutely. And the fact that like. You know, you see this, uh, and you know, we'll probably definitely talk about the musical every now and again, but, you know, that's something that I feel like movies don't do a lot, but musicals do, you know, when you have the, um, when you have the, the opening of a musical that you, you throw in all of these elements and then you actually get into the show and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I remember hearing this tune from the opening and that's, and, you know, obviously, if you haven't seen Shrek... Mm, what are you doing with your life? If you haven't seen Shrek, how dare you? But also welcome, and please yes. join us. Yes, and we'll we'll talk to you all about Shrek so that maybe you don't have to see it. Yeah, you'll you'll know everything. <laughs> if anybody makes you do like a, a like a a movie review on Shrek, just listen to us. We'll tell you everything you need to know. One hundred percent, and it will just be fun, and we'll have a good time, and you know, if you want to have a few beverages, get Shreked up, you know, just you know. Your yeah. prerogative. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> However you decide to get tricked, it's up to you. <laughs> oh, goodness. Perfect. All right, so scene one. We mm. open on this fairy tale book. Mm-hmm. This is not your average fairy tale. That mm-hmm. is very clear from the beginning. No, it's uh, not. We... We see this the story of the princess and the tower and the prince and, you know... It says, like, the princess will be saved by true love's kiss. And then we see this big, hunky, green hand just grab a page from the book (laughs) and rip it out saying, like, that's ever going to happen. And use it as toilet paper. So it's, we are, what, 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 like 20, maybe 15 seconds into the film. And there's already a butt joke. Yeah. <laughs> there's already there's already a butt joke. He's using this he's like, ah, 
whatever, tears the paper out, uses it. Uh, we don't see it, but we can assume that oh, he yeah. uses it to wipe his bum. Oh, yes. And <laughs> it's like 15 seconds, so you already know what this movie is setting up for you. Um, it's going to be a treat, for sure. And, and so different from every other kind of romantic comedy animation mm-hmm. movie that we've gotten around that time, too. Absolutely. And... So, Nicole, here's, a, here's a, a little fun fact that I know, uh, and you might know this, but um, so Shrek is actually based off of a children's book. I, you know what? I heard that, but, but I, I don't think I – tell me more. Tell me more about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. So, um, yeah, it was written, uh, written by a man named William Stieg um, in about 1990 is when it came out. Um, the book is a lot darker than the movie. I will tell you that. Uh, first off, Shrek, uh, obviously hideous and ugly. He's an ogre. That's mm-hmm. the whole premise. He breathes fire. Okay. He literally breathes fire. Um, at one point, he he talks to a witch and uh, asks the witch uh, asks the witch for his fortune. Um, and ex- in exchange for his fortune being read, uh, he has to give her his ogre lice that is in his hair. Um, Ogre he, lice. Uh, yes, ogre lice. Ogre lice. Much, much more bigger, and I'm assuming uglier than human lice. Right, right, uh, of course. Oh, and then a uh, really fun fact. Uh, he eats lightning. Like like for food. Yes. <laughs> like there like is he a, gets there, nutrition? I, you know, I don't, I, I don't think it's that, but oh, I okay. think there's just some part in the book where he's strolling along a hill and a bolt of lightning crashes down and he's like yup and he like, grabs it out of the air and just throws it in his stomach oh wow amazing it's like yeah, hey so. check out the nutritional benefits of lightning everyone yeah, it's like ugh, what a children's book <laughs> yeah, i love that trend where like the children's books are so much darker than the movies that we eventually get Oh my gosh! Yeah, like with, like Little Mermaid and everything, like like all of those Oof. Hans Christian Andersen books, like mm-hmm. so much darker than the movies. Oof, absolutely. They, you know, it's they they write them for children's entertainment, but I, you know, their their purpose is probably like let me write this story for a child so that when I tell it to them at night, they'll be so scared they'll just shut up. <laughs> Fear tactics to get them to go to sleep. You know what? I like it. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you gotta do what works. you gotta do. <laughs> uh, I actually have some fun facts for you, too. Oh, yes, please. Um, so when making this uh, whole scene, we we see Shrek for the first time coming out of an outhouse. Amazing, right? That's just mm. character development already. Oh, 100%. Uh, and on the door of our outhouse, there's a crescent moon, which is actually the DreamWorks logo. So they're doing a little, little bit of a little nod, a little nod to DreamWorks. A little there. nod to DreamWorks. <laughs> Look at that. You know, it's it's funny you say that because when, you know, when I look at that, you know, when I look at that outhouse, you know, it's like okay, yeah, you can see the DreamWorks logo, but you know, maybe it's just because Shrek has just been so ingrained in my brain. Just every time I picture an outhouse. I, I picture something like that on the front door, you yeah. know, just like some sort of moon or like, on, honestly, it's probably a moon most of the time, but like, there's always like something cut out of the door. Yeah. Um, this is the only outhouse that exists in my mind. 
<laughs> people tell That's me true. like yeah there's an outhouse behind my like grandparents house like oh yes and i see this outhouse and you see you see that image in your head and you're just like well now i don't have to go near it because i know what it looks like <laughs> and it probably knows what it probably knows what it smells like as well exactly so uh, whatever and then the scene just keeps getting better because it just like goes right into our our mm. our credits our our all of our names of our stars that are in this mm-hmm. in disgusting ways just a huge montage of shrek being the gross gross boy that he is like so I, many different farts and yeah, just mud I, everywhere i think one of my biggest things was so obviously he he takes a shower in mud. Okay, that's sure. Whatever, that's fine. And then he brushes his teeth with like bug excrement. I yeah. you know, but the, the, the thing that got the, and you know what he's gross. He's disgusting. That's you know that's what the movie is establishing. The thing that I couldn't get over personally was after he took a shower. Granted, it was in mud. He then emerges forth from a log with even more mud and dirt. I'm like, well, I know you just took a shower. Like, what? I, I get it. You're gross. You're disgusting. We get it. But you just took a shower. Like, now <laughs> you're just getting even more dirty. You know, I love that you brought up that shower because I found out that the effects department legitimately took showers in mud to see how it would, like, realistically be portrayed no. on, like, a, a human body. Oh, no. Like, could you imagine being that person? Like, what if they were like, hey, intern, we need you to do something for Shrek. It's like, awesome, I can't wait to be a part of this. Go jump in no. this mud shower. Oh. I mean, I mean, like, mud baths are a thing at, like, spas and stuff like true, that. And true. I think I think sitting in something like that is different than having it be just poured on top of you in just buckets. Oh, my like, God. Like, Every time I shower, I accidentally get some water in my mouth. Every time. Oh, yeah. 100%. So you know that that poor person had mud just in their mouth. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> poor, poor intern. Poor intern. Hey, poor intern. people uh, people out there that do internships, uh, start paying your interns. Yeah. Pay your interns. And then Jeez. you can make them take mud showers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, no, I think, you know... The, I mean, honestly, the, this movie does such a good job setting up, you know, the kind of character that Shrek is. Like, and you know, it, it it helps us, especially when we get to the end of the movie, just to see his development. And while his personal hygiene may not change, and the way he eats may not change, but and you know, I, I think that's why this is such a good. Um, good book and even good movie too and i think that's why it was made is because it it shows you that you should not have to change for anybody exactly but he does have this sort of um mental and kind of emotional character development which is really really inspiring though which is really nice unfortunately we're not there yet no we'll get there though we'll get there (laughs) but yeah I, i love that too we set up this character and like while yes he's disgusting he's not necessarily flawed you know mm-hmm. like he's not wrong exactly he's Which just is... living he's living his life he's yeah. living his life to the, the best way that he knows how to yeah and he's living what's... his life on a swamp 
Exactly, on a swamp. And I think I know what you're trying to set up here. I think Nicole has some very, very fun swamp facts for me. Listen, I was most intrigued. Like, how does one live on a swamp? Mm-hmm. And, like, I, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's clear he, he his diet consists of things that he finds on the swamp as well. No. Um, so no. that's good. You know, there's not, like, a McDonald's on the swamp with him. Um, mm, probably healthier that way. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, I did some research because I, I like to know some things, some backstory. So I wanted absolutely. to know a little bit more about these swamps. Yeah, well, let's, let's dig into that biome. Oh, absolutely. So the swamps, it's part of the wetland ecosystem. Mm-hmm. They're forested, low, spongy lands, generally saturated with water and covered with trees and aquatic plants. Cool, cool. That's yeah. We're good. Okay. We're good. That's awesome. Nice. Alligators, frogs, and many other animals live in these swamps. That got me thinking. Does Shrek have to like wrestle alligators to take his like bath in the swamp? Oh my gosh! And where is that deleted scene? Because I want it. Oh, I would pay so much money to see Shrek wrestle an alligator. Right? Oh my gosh, that would be incredible. <laughs> the that would largest, be amazing. Right. The, that just like image, I see it, you know. The, I do too, and you know what? You know it's funny. The first thing I imagine is the, and you know I, I'll be honest here, Nikki. I always get alligators and crocodiles mixed up. Um, same. But I can imagine the alligator doing that like, turning technique that it does with its body. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like they grab a hold of its prey and they start turning. I could see the alligator like coming in for Shrek to do that and then Shrek just lets out a big one and the gator just like flops on its back and it's it's knocked out because yeah. of his toxic toxic fumes. See, I like I like your version a little better cuz my <laughs> my version the one that I had in my brain was a little bit dirtier. Mm-hmm. Um so we have that scene where Shrek kind of like walks into the the swamp like the submerged up to his waist in water. Mm-hmm. And oh. my idea I think oh, no. you see where I'm going with this. I think I do. Yeah. Is <laughs> this poor alligator, we see him swimming and then all of a sudden we just see Shrek going, "Ow!" and we know exactly what happened. Oh yeah, we know we, where the alligator we know bit him. What we know. happened? <laughs> oh my gosh so i like oh. your version better um so dreamworks if you're thinking about doing some revamps uh if you're thinking us. about ma- if you're thinking about making a fighting game uh <laughs> <laughs> and you need to fill out the, you need to fill out the roster which <laughs> would just throw an alligator in there because i'd love, love to see that. shrek and an alligator go <laughs> go toe to toe that's oh, amazing goodness. um you know, speaking of alligators, uh, I have no segue because this doesn't make sense. Let's talk about DreamWorks a little bit, Nicole. Yes, tell me uh, about DreamWorks. Yeah, so one of the one of the most interesting things that I was researching when we were uh, watching this scene was I wanted to I wanted to know more about DreamWorks. I wanted to know more about the production company and everything like that. So um, this is actually DreamWorks' fifth film that they have. Uh, produced and come out with um, those being preceded by Shrek were ants the oh. the story about the anthropomorphic ants yep. that rivaled Disney's A Bug's Life 
Uh, That's a have, whole other story. It's a whole another story. Uh, we have The Prince of Egypt, uh, which beautiful, beautiful movie. Very religious, so mm-hmm. if you're not the religious type, that's okay. But it's a fun movie. Yeah. My personal favorite, The Road to El Dorado. Oh. Road to yes. El Dorado. Yes. Oh, it's such a, such a classic, such a great movie. And then finally, uh, Chicken Run, um, which is a movie I forgot about. I forgot that existed. That's about... Oh, wait, hold on. I'm going to try and remember. Um, yeah, no, please okay. do, please do. So... There are a bunch of chickens that live mm-hmm. in a, a chicken coop, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they yep, don't right want to live in a chicken coop, so they try to fly, but they can't because they're chickens. Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the so the one thing that you missed was there's this like rooster that comes in and helps oh, them try my. and like escape and mm-hmm. get out of the get out of the chicken coop because basically they if I and I, I may be misremembering this, but um, it's kind of a chicken slaughterhouse but not a chicken slaughterhouse they don't they Thinly don't directly chicken slaughterhouse they don't <laughs> they don't directly say it is one but because it's for children because it's for children but it's definitely we're one. not going to tell you that these chickens are going to die but they are yes exactly uh, <laughs> uh another thing that i found super interesting um was that shrek was the first ever winner for the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. First what? ever. First ever award. Mm-hmm. Like the first time that category was created? It was cre yep, it was created and Shrek was the first winner. Listen, that's mm-hmm. that's yes. A round of it's, applause for Shrek. Yeah, no, it's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. Now, here's a fun guessing game, uh, Nikki. Mm-hmm. What other two movies was Shrek up against for oh, Academy oh. Award for Best Animated Feature. Oh, this is, okay. So, oh, Shrek was 2001? Mm-hmm. No. Yes, 2001. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, okay. Let's see. So what was Disney doing in 2001? Uh, they were doing a lot of things. They were doing a one, lot of things. One in particular. Oh, gosh. Um, I can give you a hint. Uh, yeah, and you, a hint. You may, This may be a big hint, or it may not be. This movie is one of my all-time favorite Disney movies because I relate specifically to one of the main characters. Ooh. Ooh. Is it going to break our friendship if I don't know? Uh, no, it's not necessarily going to break it. I'll give you another hint. Uh, I used to. I don't know where it is anymore. I think I got lost in the move. Wait. No. You stop right there. I know. Okay. I'm stopping. Was it Monsters, Inc.? It is Monsters Inc. Yes. It just took me a second. <laughs> My hint was going to be I used to have a Sully onesie. I don't know where it is anymore. Oh my uh, gosh, yes. But yes, so it was up against Monsters Inc. And you got one more. Uh, for this hint, I will say this is a pretty big hint. It is a movie which then spawned a TV show that aired on Nickelodeon. Okay, okay. Oh gosh. I think I know. Oh. Oh no. Oh, what's it gonna be, Nicole? Do you need another hint? I'll give I you mean, another hint. Yeah, give me another one. I'm ready. Alright, alright. <laughs> it's like right there, but I. I no, no, yeah, more. for sure. One of the characters in this movie, as well as the TV show, sounds a little something like this. 
That was an impression of Mrs. Fowl, who is a bird really and good. sounds like one. <laughs> you know, Brayden, speaking of fowl, lots of waterfowl live on swamps. So Ooh. look at that. We're just, this whole topic was completely, like this whole thing was completely on topic. And oh, it, was it was perfect. We brought it, we brought it back. We brought it back. That was, a, yo, that was, I can't believe it won the very first one. Yeah, the very yeah the very first one, um, and then you know obviously it, since it's an Academy Award, it stuck around a little bit. Um, a, a couple of other films that uh, ended up winning the award afterwards was uh, Spirited Away by uh, uh, which was directed by Studio Ghibli, Hal Miyazaki, beautiful film. You have Finding Nemo, Disney, The Incredibles, Wallace and Gromit, Happy Feet, just this a massive amount of movies. But Shrek was the first, and that's what's most important. And that's just, like, very, very much, like, a, a testament to how much this movie meant to so many people, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. 100%. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it's just incredible. That is really awesome. I wanted to, because, again, I like knowing facts behind the facts. Um, mm-hmm. I was looking up, basically, ogre mythology. Oh, ooh, yeah. yeah. So I wanted to share some of the really cool mythology, um, like the the pieces of like where ogres came from kind of thing. Yes, please. Yes, please. So ogres are large humanoid creatures that are abnormally strong. And this part, they say usually low in intelligence. Hmm. So I'm glad that they, they kind of shifted that part in Shrek and, you know, gave mm-hmm. Shrek an actual like, yeah, and like he's, he's he's smart. Yeah, he's very he's clever. Smart, he's smart dude. He can make funny quips and jokes, and that takes he, that takes a good wit to do that. I mean, he can outsmart most of the humans in that movie. Oh, not even just most. <laughs> I would I would go as far to say all. <laughs> I would agree. I would absolutely agree. Um, this website that I use is very funny in the way that they lay out their facts because this next fact says. They're very similar to trolls, except they eat humans. <laughs> oh, okay. But All then right. I, I think I, I liked that that fact was in there because we see at the very end of this first scene that we're talking about, we see a group of villagers that kind of make their way around towards the swamp because they are mm. afraid of Shrek. They are, they're afraid mm-hmm. that this ogre is going to come to their village and eat them. Yeah. And that's the whole thing. It's like, beware of ogres. And he kind of leans into it. He's like, yeah, I'll eat you. Leave me alone. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. He, he, I mean, he goes for it. I think, you know, he's very much, and this, this will be a theme throughout the movie. He's very much into his solitude. Mm-hmm. He, he is an ogre who knows what he wants in life. He's doing what he wants in life. He has a routine, yeah. you know? He's like, wake up, shower in mud, brush teeth with br- bug excrement, <laughs> find some slugs for dinner, make dinner, keep pesky humans away from my swamp, you know? he. I mean, he has a, he has this routine and these humans, you know, they're scared or whatever right. that he's going to come and invade their village. 
but he's just chilling. He doesn't want to leave. Yeah. They're coming into his territory. He's just trying to. It's like my cat when I wake her up. She's she's pissed. It's he yeah. just wants his own spot, you know. It's like this is my place, my time, and you come in. You come in here after me. <laughs> you come into my house. <laughs> you come into my house. Uh, oh, goodness. I have a question for you, Nicole. I will hopefully have an answer for you, Braden. Did you know that this movie was originally intended to be shot with motion capture and be used as a live action movie? No. Yes, yes. Uh, They actually shot the whole movie with motion capture to intend it to be a live action movie but they ended up scrapping the idea mm-hmm. and hiring uh, a, uh, a CGI company to help create the movie as we now see it because the footage was just awful. <laughs> it was just, the motion <laughs> capture was just terrible. <laughs> they did not enjoy it. No. I mean, but. like, part of me thinks that, like, a CGI ogre would be the worst thing ever. Mm-hmm. And then part of me has seen other movies that have done that since but in 2001 i think that would have been the worst thing ever oh it would have been terrible it would have been awful but you know what wouldn't have been awful if you know local film hero steven spielberg who you know bought the rights to this movie actually that's a that's a fun fact he bought the rights to this movie back in 91 and uh, that's when he hired uh dreamworks to produce the movie he originally wanted Bill Murray and Steve Martin to play Shrek and Donkey, respectively. You know, I kind of, I'm, I'm kind of into that. No, I am too. Yeah, I am too. I really hope we get a, uh, I really hope we get a Broadway revival of the show, mm. and they just throw those. I, th- I hope they get thrown in there. You know, that would be amazing. Wouldn't it be incredible? Yeah. Like, could you imagine? Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, speak. I'm glad you brought up the Broadway musical because I did want to talk about how like we get a little bit more backstory of Shrek in the musical mm-hmm. than we do in, in the movie. Cause in this first scene, we kind of, we jump right into his daily routine. Um, mm-hmm. He's already yeah. an adult. He's already on the swamp all alone. And, you know, spoiler alert, we don't really learn why he's there all alone. Right. Absolutely. And so the, the musical actually takes a really interesting uh, stance on that saying like, you know, Hey, now that you're seven, at seven years old, it's your birthday. Get out of my house. And like you're an adult now. Go have fun. Go go terrorize. And they just kind of treat that as ogre lore. Like yeah. when you're seven, you leave your house. Right. That's and you know it's funny that you say that too because that's actually one of the things that happens in the book is that they mention that they mention that ogres. His parents tell him that ogres reach maturity at age seven, and now that he is seven, it is his his turn to find his own swamp, find his own home, and then find a village nearby to terrorize it. And boy, does he. <laughs> boy, does he. Although, you're, you're right. He, he only terrorizes them because they come into his space. Yeah, they're coming into his space. They're coming into his territory. Yeah. I love this movie, and I love this first scene because it just sets us up so much for this character. We already know in, in just four minutes of movie time. We know exactly mm-hmm. no, who this we, person is. Exactly. And we know exactly how we, other people are perceiving him. 
yeah, we know who he is. We know his daily routine. He, we know his, uh, you know, we know his humor. Like he, when he, you described when he was, when he's walking in the in in the the gross pond, he farts and he does the little, excuse yeah. me, you know. So, so we know that like he has a really gross sense of yeah. humor, um, and it's just it's yeah. I, I I agree with you. I think it's just such an amazing piece of cinema and i think there's a lot of there's a lot of things that um people can learn from this film in terms of just creating a character and creating this kind of um um just how to show off a character in the first few minutes to know everything about them exactly you know i i think it's incredible it's such an amazing piece of cinema i agree entirely and on that note i think I think that ends our conversation on scene one. I think it does. But why don't we uh, why don't we do one more thing before before we leave? Yeah. Why don't you give me your from this scene? Why don't you give me a quote from the, uh, this scene that really stuck out to you in your mind? Yes. Uh, so I'm a huge fan of the fact that this subverts audiences' expectations of what a fairy tale is. I mean, up until mm-hmm. this point, we hadn't really gotten a non-traditional fairy tale and that's exactly what mm-hmm. this is so i love the quote uh and i kind of i mentioned it earlier but i love the quote when shrek grabs the page from the book about true love's kiss and says like that's ever gonna happen because mm. I, I mean can you think of a better example of just foreshadowing ever no absolutely yeah, and, and just it sets us up you to know, know that yeah this is this is a fairy tale but it's not mm-hmm. like what you thought it was gonna be it, this ain't no this ain't no Cinderella story baby <laughs> exactly uh, how about you do you got a favorite line yes uh, one that really tickled me when I was watching this scene was when he is uh, starting to scare the villagers out he's he's naming all these things that ogres do to these people and one of the th- it just stuck out to me so bad and so much he was like he says, they'll shave your liver. And I'm like, what? What? Hold on. What? So I don't know. I just really like that line. Just they'll shave your liver, I think is a, just a fantastic line. You're right. That's my, it's, it's my favorite. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing that. <laughs> yeah, no, thank you. And uh, yeah, I guess that's uh I guess that's a wrap for episode one. Wrap for episode one, scene one of Shrek. Yes, we are going to be back very soon with scene two, episode two. Shrek Boogaloo. That's it. That's the one. (laughs) That's it. That's that's the the name of the episode. (laughs) Well, thanks, everyone. I'm Nikki. And I'm Brayden. And this has been Get Shrek. Have a good night.